Hello, this is Liz Baxmeyer at CHS College of Health Sciences, and I'm here with Dr. Liz Lozano. Hello. So your research is in donor conception primarily. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that? What is donor conception and how does that relate to your research? Yeah, so a lot of people don't really know what donor conception is all about. Um, so basically, it's somebody who's born through assisted reproduction, so egg or sperm donation. And essentially, I look at that within uh, the realm of attachment. So it has to do with like parent-child relationships, so how you feel with respect to your biological parents who have raised you and um, unbiological or non-biological parents. So what does your research center around regarding a focus yeah so it's looking to see like um how does attachment style so how secure someone is like with their parents or how insecure does that actually predict um, their curiosity about their donor conception so are they just excited (laughs) and wanting to know more about like who they are and where they come from and then the other part of it too is uh using attachment attachment style uh to see how uh that relates to uh whether or not they want to contact their donor and actually like find out who that is Okay, so that seems interesting um, that the the attachment style affects um, the affects the action of the child or their ability to act on their interest or their their need to look for their biological parent. What does that system look like in the United States right now, as far as what's possible? Um, say, if a, a donor conceived child wanted to go and look for their biological parent. Does the system facilitate that? What does that look like? Yeah, we don't really have like a huge structure in place like for that. So surprisingly, or maybe not so surprisingly, uh, the United States doesn't really have like really uh, adequate, I would say, like regulations surrounding all these things. So other countries are doing a much better job. Uh, But nowadays, if you have like basically a child who's 18 years old, they can then try to like find who that donor is, right? Understand like their identity um, and some basic information about them. But unfortunately the united states we don't have like a federal laws like pertaining to contact any of that and there's far-reaching implications when you think about it because um, people are basically finding out that their donor conceived like through uh, genetic testing companies like 23andme and ancestry yeah i can see that being an eye-opener if you don't know you think you know everything about your background and then you take one of those tests and you see you have something that you're perhaps your social parents haven't told you surprise is in their is in the their dna and is surprising but then perhaps makes sense to you on some level yeah. um so it seems very complicated and very interesting um can you tell us a little bit more about those attachment styles what those look like in the household and how that informs you know, research projects that you've done or studies you've done in the past? Yeah, so people, um, everybody has a, a, a certain way that they approach their close relationships. So some people are naturally secure with how they actually feel towards their parents um, and other relationships. So like friendships, romantic partners. Um, so typically, right, that's uh, facilitated Uh, sorry, that's associated with like a whole bunch of positive outcomes. Like you're more satisfied in your partnerships and relationships. Um, You feel like you actually get adequate support from people. Um, Now, if you're insecurely attached, that means you're either anxious or you're avoidant with respect to your attachment. So people who are anxious tend to be like preoccupied with their relationships. uh, Whereas people who are avoidant, even though they may want a relationship, they tend to kind of like distance themselves from people. Mm -hmm. So yeah, with respect to the projects that I've done, it's just looking to see like, you know, is one's attachment style like related to all these different um, outcomes possibly within the scope of donor conception? Great, wonderful. And then um, are there certain 
things or certain traits that you see that are consistent in circumstances where someone feels either secure or insecure? So I don't really do much of the work looking at like people's uh, behavior per se. So it's mostly like through self-report where they're like kind of just like, you know, trying to answer questions about their attachment Mm -hmm. style. Um, But I have done some interviews with donor conceived people and there does seem to be like some, you know, a pattern of results like mostly. So people who are secure with respect to, you know, their parents, um, they tend to feel like they're more comfortable right? Like trying to like approach the donor, figure out who that person is, um, probably because they feel like they can uh, have a supportive environment, right? Mm -hmm. If things don't go according to what they expect, say they want a relationship with this person and they just, that person doesn't actually want a relationship back with them. They kind of have like the security and like safety of their parents that raise them to kind of like, you know, uh, offset any challenges. Yeah, having that that closeness and comfortability. I read one of your papers that you'd published with some colleagues a little while back, um, and it didn't touch on this, but perhaps some of the the dialogue that you've had in these situations could could inform this. But um, have you found that people, when they find out their donor conceived and they perhaps don't have um, a strong relationship with their social parents, do things start to kind of make sense for them? Or do, are there perhaps biological differences that have helped facilitate that slight detachment or that insecurity with their family? Yeah, it's, I think it's different, like according to different, you know, individuals and like obviously their life experience. But yeah, there have been reports of people who are like, oh, they're putting the piece, the puzzle pieces together, right? They don't feel like they ever emotionally connected maybe to the non-biological parent. And then when basically they meet the donor or they get information about that person, they're like, oh, that's why I'm the way that I am. So it kind of like helps with their like identity, trying to like make sense of like who they are. Join us on the other side for part two of this podcast. 